Alrighty, folks, with me on the Zoom, I got the devil's son, Mr. Bob Wayne. What's up, buddy? So, Flat Earth, okay, <laughs> is... is uh, <laughs> this is how we're going to kick the show off. This is what I want to talk about today. I've flat been Earth. waiting for this moment <laughs> to talk about the Flat Earth situation. I just found out about this. Yeah. Might have me. you known about this? Huh? Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I've heard some things, but enlighten me. So, what I was told is now, and now I'm no scientist, <laughs> but something about the AI, artificial, artificial intelligence, and and the the world is flat, and uh, uh, uh. But what I don't understand about that is, what about the sun? And you know what they say about that? Hmm. It's somebody turning it on and off. Hmm. Well, I guess that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, I've been watching way too much YouTube in this quarantine, dude. Move right I on. Was, I went down the flat. I found myself watching flat earther videos going, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you've been on YouTube a little too long when you get down that rabbit hole, buddy. Yeah, man. I, You know what's weird is I watch only YouTube now. Really? Yeah, I don't watch Netflix hardly. I don't watch. I don't want to watch. It's weird, man. It's like, for some reason, I get, like, I don't know. Do you watch YouTube a lot? Uh, not as much as I used to, but I still do. Um, uh, I, I do watch, you know, I don't watch a lot of anything anymore, man. Really? I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just fucking busy, man. And I, I do watch a little, like, TV. Um but I don't watch YouTube as much as I used to. I, I listen to Spotify a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Have you heard of this Clubhouse thing? Uh-uh. Clubhouse app? Uh-uh. What's that? So it's just, it's like it's like a invite only. Um, you have to have an iPhone. It's like Hollywood uh, entertainment app. Do you have an iPhone? No, I have Samsung. Oh damn! I I I can, I'm allowed to invite two people. I'm on there. Oh really? Um, but you're on a Samsung right now. Do you got an iPhone? I got yeah. I got two phones. Oh okay. I got I got the Samsung right now, and I also have an iPhone. Uh huh. I remember you had the like the first iPhone ever. I did, dude. Remember when we went out on tour? We had like flip phones, dude. All of a sudden, flip phones, except you had the the iPhone. It was all fancy, and you could get internet to it. It was before anybody could really get any internet to anything. You could check Before that, I had the T-Mobile. I had the T-Mobile sidekick. Oh, yeah. I could get MapQuest. Ah. Fucking pioneer days of fucking touring back when you still had to fucking... Dude, I toured Brazil... Yeah, I toured Brazil once with no no GPS. Oh fuck. Only maps 
and asking people. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, it was crazy, dude. Dude, speaking we of that, dude. Like, we, were, we were showing up to gigs at like 2 in the morning and shit. You know what I want to talk about in this interview? I want to talk about you getting stuck in fucking Europe when they're shutting everything down. That's what I want to talk about in this interview. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. I was That's stuck in a cool. forest in a van. <laughs> well, here's the thing. You, you know me, dude. It doesn't matter. I'll find a way. You know, dude, there was some crazy shit that went on with that, though. That's what you're saying. Because we were, we were in Italy. You remember when the whole thing happened and it was uh, uh, Italy was first. Italy was the first place to, like, shut down. Like, really lock down, like, shut their borders. Yeah, like, I remember. Shut. So Italy was first. I was there that day going into Italy. We crossed into Italy that day. Wow. And something told the, the venue owners were like, were like, come on, man. And I was calling them. I said, dude, I, have, I think they're going to shut it down. And the guy's like, dude, no, it's just the government. We're still going to have a party. Well, we, we sold like, we pre-sold like 80 tickets, man. Uh, please. You know, and I was like, dude, I, you know, I don't cancel fucking shows. No, right. I thought you tried to hitchhike once. I've seen you cancel one show. I was on tour with you for the better part of 2009. Yeah, but you know, I'll do everything to not cancel a tour. But but for some reason, I was like, dude, I I gotta go, bro. I gotta I gotta turn this van around, man. I gotta get the fuck out of Italy because I was afraid. I wasn't afraid of like at that point. I wasn't afraid of like COVID. I was afraid of being stuck in Italy mm -hmm. and locked down in there and not be able to leave or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Get stuck in some quarantine or something. So I was literally hauling ass out of fucking Italy. Then we got stuck in a blizzard in the Alps, right at the Swiss Italy border, which you don't think, you don't think of Italy as being in the Alps, but it is. And it was like white out blizzard. I had to go turn around, go back into Italy, find chains in somewhere in it, like uh, people don't speak English there very well either. I fucking found chains, put chains on, made it over the Swiss Alps into Switzerland. And then Switzerland wasn't closed yet. Um, so we ended up doing our show there. Then we headed into Spain and Portugal. Well, Spain started canceling, but Portugal was like, no, it's okay. Come here. We still want you. And so I went to Portugal. Well, I went to Portugal and it was oh, at that point, every, all news stations, everyone's dying. They're talking all this crazy shit. They're talking about, you know, all this crazy shit. Everything's getting closed. Uh, and we played, and the, this is another one where the guy's like, come on, come on, man. And I was like, dude, I, I don't know. I think I got to get the fuck out. Well, he talked, we was a, we talked to him, Bafo, it was in Port Portugal. We ended up, okay, man, I'm going to play the show, but I'm playing and I got to, I'm going right after the show. So we went, we played the show. We started hauling ass. And Portugal's at the very bottom of your Yeah, it's out there, man. Africa. Mm -hmm. You can see Africa from Portugal. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah my friend I mean, just moved to Portugal. So, 
so anyways this is when it when it became really real for me of like the the, the seriousness of it was uh we were in spain and this is where like it hit me that like i mean i knew it was real but this is where it like really hit me like oh shit we gotta get the fuck out of here uh i tried to drive all night I, I had to stop at a truck stop middle of spain somewhere middle of nowhere i wake up the truck stop right and i go to walk in and it's and it's cops all 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 guarding the doors and everything and they're like uh you can go in real quick but we're shutting this whole thing down everyone's got to leave the truck stop and i said why and the, these guys are wearing fucking masks and gloves and shit and this is before masks were a thing you know what i mean mm -hmm. It wasn't really a, like a big thing yeah. yet. And so we were like, but these cops were all wearing them. And I was like, why are they wearing them? He goes, oh, well, there's a Chinese bus coming in here full of Chinese people. And uh, they are all like being quarantined. And this they're going to be here at the truck stop. So they were using a truck stop. For the, these, this Chinese uh, bus of tourists who got caught up in the whole thing, just being on vacation, you know. So these guys came from China on one of these tour bus things, and they got screwed. So they they shipped all the these guys to a truck stop. And then I was like, okay, dude, if they're taking busloads of people and putting them in trucks, I was like, this is it's time to fucking go it's time to go now we gotta go you know because i was like i don't want to be stuck in some fucking quarantine somewhere and yeah, so, truck stops know, in europe knows, aren't like, as cool as ones here like i could live in a truck know. stop in america i'm pretty sure and have a pretty imagine good time those, imagine those chinese people dude just thinking they're going on vacation no shit get on the bus they're on one of them tourist bus and all of a sudden the driver's like Vacation's over, and you guys are all going to live at this truck stop. Jesus fuck! Because they had to quarantine them. Because that's where the that's where they sit. We're saying that the thing came from, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, but anyways, yeah, it was nuts. So then I ended up in you know Heinrich. Yeah, I ended up in Heinrich's house, and he quarantined me because he didn't want me to fucking get them sick. So, but I didn't. I never got sick. I just lived in his basement for a couple weeks. Then I had to make an executive decision because, you know, back then we didn't know what was going to happen yet. I was thinking a month or two, maybe, you know, uh -huh. definitely thought the tour was going to be canceled. Uh, but I didn't think, you know, no one thought it would be this long. But uh, at that point, I was like, do I want to stay in Germany or do I want to go back to the States, you know? And uh I ended up deciding to go back to the States, which I'm really glad I did because I think I would be stuck in Europe right now, right? I'm not sure how it all worked, man. You know, fuck. Uh, I don't know if they're doing... Well, yeah, I don't know if they're doing international flights yet or not. Exactly. So I might be... I might have been... I, I don't I don't know, but I might I think you came over. I know. I know you came over right before they fucking locked everything dude, down. And dude, in when I flew... It was the weirdest flights of my life. I've, you know, I've been to Amsterdam a million times uh, in Heathrow and London Heathrow. I went to Amsterdam, London Heathrow. They were empty. It was so weird. It was like totally empty. 
it was like a go it was it was like apocalyptic looking because i've never seen amsterdam or london heathrow totally empty just like a few people walking around like covering their faces and shit i'm like dude yeah it was a trip man but i i made it yeah right on man so now you're just back in alabama doing some work on the old house huh yeah, I'm just kind of making it a little bit. I haven't really done much work. I sheetrocked one room. Uh, kind of organized my porch a little bit. You know, you don't really need a lot. I don't, I don't need a lot. Like, I was thinking, I'm afraid to, like, spend. I don't have a lot of money either right now because I've toured in over a year. But So it's kind of like I'm trying to save my money just in case. I, who knows how long this will go. Mm-hmm. you know it's like i don't want to buy a bunch of sheetrock i have one room sheetrock that's good enough yeah you don't need you know what i mean that. what's what's sheetrock it's just it's the rest of the house is just wood mm-hmm. you know uh like like opened walls but um i i spend most of my time on the porch anyways mm-hmm. you know yeah sleep in there pretty much no i sleep in the bedroom but i spend yeah, yeah. my days on Yes, yeah, so I said you sleep in there pretty much. Yeah, I sleep in here. I do work on the computer in here, and then I mainly like just hang out on the porch. Wow, what happened to Bob? What else did you do? I know it's so funny though. I get this interview with Bob Wayne, and you know, I'm just hanging out on my porch. Usually, it's oh, I just did three hundred and. 63 days in a year of tour and only took christmas off because they made me um, dude i had i had 365 shows booked i know i helped you fucking book them <laughs> I know. Dude, yeah you're going for the world fucking record man and everything got shut down oh dude, that's right you'll go what? for it again man i don't know and man. I, I think we could do it better yeah i do man I really do. I think we could do it better than we did last time. I think it might have been. I don't think you would have did it because I think there was too many gaps. There's too much potential for shit to fall through and not enough time to properly do it. You know? Okay. I think we need. We would have made it work. We would have made it work. Yeah. But I feel like if we take a little more time on it next time, we can do it. Yeah. Well, let's just give it a little while because. Oh yeah, no fuck no! I ain't gonna try to book it now. Like we gotta like be a couple years, through. maybe. Yeah, no, I figure like maybe this year we should start getting the feet wet again, like we were talking, and then the ba- backyard barbecue shows, dude, solo. Yeah, yeah. So the backyard barbecue solo. So if any of you guys on here that are listening would like a personal show with uh. Mr. Bob Wayne in his or in your backyard, not his backyard. Uh, let us know. We're uh, Dude, speak, speaking speaking of that. I, I actually am. I want to. I've been getting my my yard ready. Like I have six acres of woods out in the middle of Alabama. Oh yeah, dude. How does this sound? Check this out. I'm thinking about doing this. It's called. It'll be called Hillbilly Heaven oh, Festival, man. right? Yeah. But only 50 people are allowed. Like, it's only 50 people. It's a camp out here. You get 10 days. And the whole thing ends. You know, obviously, it'll have to be when. uh, And I have a school bus. Mm -hmm. 
that holds 89 people. So I'll take them on a school bus and I, I don't have like a tour guide microphone or anything. Nah. And we'll go, we're going to go like to the alligator swamp, the alligator uh, place. We're going to go to like uh, the caves and I'll take them on like all these cool, like tourist shit, you know, that sounds like fun. Yeah. And it'll be like a Bob Wayne tour guide through the South. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, little, like they get a show every night. No, the, no, we'll get what it'll end. It'll end like with a big, with a show or something. Like I was thinking about like doing it like Muddy Roots weekend and like having like 50 people fly out to Alabama that wanted to go to Muddy Roots. Oh. And we'll, and we'll but they come like a week early and we spend the whole week like going to do fun shit and the whole thing like ends at Muddy Roots, you know? Well, that'd be kind of cool, man. Right? And you just drive everybody up to the airport in nashville yeah, and drop them all yeah, up exactly that'd be kind of fun you i think you'd have to worry about some clashing personalities and shit but well we'd keep it quick and i'd vet everyone and it's only allowed 50 people yeah yeah and i have a feeling i have a feeling it would be mostly europeans that that, that would probably want to fly over for that oh yeah that makes sense y'all your, your european friends yeah and they, I think that that they're 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 all pretty cool, man. My yeah. my our fans are are friends, and they're just like normal people, you know. So I don't, I don't think the personality thing would be a problem at all. Yeah. I did it once with like a group from Sweden, and they never laughed harder in their lives. <laughs> you know what I mean? And we were like eating in Walmart parking lots and showering <laughs> in truck stops. They loved it so much. Right on. Were you like, so were you like supplying the food or what? Oh yeah. I was like, dude, this is, you guys want to spend a week with Bob Wayne, man. Here we go. We're like barbecuing in Walmart. They're like, is this okay? I'm like, yeah, I do it all the time. <laughs> like, people were walking by looking at us like we're crazy. <laughs> And they were laughing so hard. They love. They ended up just loving it, though. They were like, "Dude, that was the best trip of our lives." You know, I'm taking a truck stops and fucking Cracker Barrel every day. <laughs> you know. Yeah, dude, that sounds like a fucking blast. I did that once for like a half a year. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, with me. Yeah, <laughs> Did it in a van and in the John Deere motorhome. Dude, school buses are so much better. Yeah, the John Deere was kind of a pain in the ass, man. I like the it van. It really was. That thing was always fucking breaking down. It was hotter than fucking shit in there. Yeah, the school bus is still hot, but but it's uh, it's just sturdier, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's not yeah, the the John Deere it's not meant to do that really. It's meant for families no. like No, yeah, exactly. Take it out once a year, you know. It's right. Not meant to yep. load up all your stinky ass fucking bandmates and go on the road all across America for like two Yeah. Years. Oh dude, but we did it. Yeah. Those are good times, man. They really were. Yeah. I think dude, man, you might disagree, but I don't think you've ever topped that lineup, even with Liz and Jared, man. I fucking think that lineup with Uncle Buck, Dan, and Pat was your best fucking band. 
Really, I do. Yeah, I, maybe I, I'm biased I, though. I do love that band, but but I've had a lot of good bands, but I think if you had to, if I had to, and I, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I think the best band that I if I had to put together an all-star band of of uh of Carnies of the Outlaw Carnies, it would be well and, and it would let's say I can't use Andy Gibson because he doesn't tour anymore. If I could if Andy would tour, he would be in there, but he he doesn't tour anymore. Yeah. So excluding Andy Gibson, because obviously he's the man, but uh so leaving him out of it. It would be, and I had four of these guys at one time, and it, it was just shred. It was just, it was in the pocket. It was Matt Thomas, because he played electric guitar and steel. Oh, he, he was, was actually fire, dude. That guy was fucking uh, good. Yeah, he's fucking good, dude. And and then it would be Elmer on bass, because he's, I love Dan, don't get me wrong, but Elmer's got this, like, flashy shit. He's just He's all, he's 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 a next level guy that's just you know he he lays it down mm-hmm. uh, and then uh, probably Keely this guy Keely on drums was was Joe was aw- Joe's a great drummer you know uh, but this guy Keely man he plays country for his life so he's just really country drummer. So it was like I felt when I when I played with him, I was like, oh fuck, dude. Like he plays fucking country. You know, there's a there's a swing to it that's fucking, you know, and that lineup, man. If I could have that lineup and, and Lucy with Lucy on fiddle, oh dude. That'd be your ideal one. That would be my my A A team. Yeah, I just probably just lost Joe's. If he listens to this, I love you, brother. I had to pick, man. You know, <laughs> don't worry, nobody listens. They might if you're on here, but <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, dude, I I love that lineup though, man. It's I don't know something about the mix of that that people, you know, those people in there. It's, oh, it was, dude, that was actually the. The thing I love about that lineup is we were all real friends and brothers. Mm-hmm. So like these guys that I just talked about, they kind of developed into that later. Yeah. But they weren't before. Like Dan and me were friends at Pat before I was Bob Wayne. Yeah. You know what I mean? So they, I used to be a roadie for Pat. So the cool thing about that lineup is it was like a real band. Like the fact that we all just like got together and like started playing music as friends. Yeah. There was no like money or anything, you know, yet we weren't like, you know, there wasn't like a, it was just, wow, we're going to go on tour. Hell yeah. You know? So, so we were all really friends. Yeah. Yeah. Buck was kind of the outsider. Buck was an outsider, but he became friends. I was kind of an outsider too, but I think yeah, I, I fit in pretty quick. I think you fit in pretty quick, and you got that that eastern that eastern eastern blood in you. Yeah, 
Yeah, that was weird. I had no idea why that, you know, for some reason, man, I knew that we were supposed to be friends in this life. The second I saw you play. Didn't I see you walking down the road once or something? Yeah, and you saw me in Ballard, and you're like, hey! (laughs) And then you stopped, and uh, then we just cruised around Ballard for about a half hour talking, and then you just dropped me off. I saw you on the side of the road. Yeah. picked you up. Yeah, I forget about that one. But yeah, man, You're that's going to seven eleven. But yeah, then uh oh yeah, and then I got that tattoo on my calf in the John Deere by Jill. Jill, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I knew we were supposed to be friends and then he asked me to go on tour at like the perfect time. I just like dropped out of college and didn't have a job and moved back home and hated my life. Like I did not want to be here at all. And you were like, do you want to go on the road? I was like, oh, dude, I would love nothing more than to just go on the road right now. And, and you did. And we yeah. loved it. Yep. Yeah, you know, man. You know who I just thought of recently was uh, Owen Mays. Yeah. I, still have his, I still have his number in my phone. And I was like scrolling through and I. I thought about him. You guys had some crazy tours. Yeah, we just did one big one that was fucking crazy. And we, yeah, we blew like, I don't know, so many fucking tires. Uh, I remember yeah, getting texts from you guys. Huh? I remember getting a bunch of texts from you guys. Yeah, that was a good one, man. Uh it was bittersweet. There was like we were just struggling the whole time. So we're morale on the tour was low by the end of it. We'd got our ass kicked. 